0: On an empty stomach. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and Stitcher, and every single day at 9.45am on Instagram at Rudy underscore Pop. shows coming up uh, this weekend going to be at Gutty's in Southdale, Edina, Minnesota. Shows are Friday and Saturday, both at 7.30. Get you more details on that uh, just on my Facebook or my Twitter or Instagram or one of those ridiculous social media sites. Also coming up next Friday, the 22nd, going to be at the Hogs Breath in Roseville. Uh, Make your reservations now. Information on that is definitely on the website and uh on my uh on my facebook uh also on the 29th gonna be at hugo's comedy cellar in st paul and then uh, i believe it's november 20th i think it is austin texas with once again jesse may peluso and carly aquilino uh big big weekend thank you guys so much for uh taking two days off hopefully you had a chance to catch the replays yesterday that were uh we put on uh, uploaded just because I want to make sure like you know you guys had an opportunity to um uh, keep the routine going if you will i was absolutely friggin exhausted man i was so exhausted when it came to doing any sort of uh any sort of like live you know instagramming or anything like dude i was it was uh this weekend compl- first off i'll tell uh, new york city Total shithole. <laughs> I mean, wow. Trash everywhere. The streets are gross. It smells like garbage. It smells like urine. You you always got to be looking over your shoulder a little bit. But I'll tell you this. I had one of the best times of my life. It was unbelievable. That city is... I mean, it is It's magical. And it is so exhausting. Yesterday, on my way to the airport, I was... You know when you start to feel your brain detach on the inside of your head, like you can feel it start to go away. That is what it was like to be in New York City. I was, oh, I was dead. I was so dead. I was so tired. I just all I wanted to do was get home, and I was kind of homesick already. Like uh, we had the show Saturday night, and uh, I'll get into that in just a moment. And everybody split on Sunday, and then I'm there till Tuesday. So by Monday afternoon, like I'm out of my routine. I just kind of want to come home and hang out with my my kiddo. I'm tired of sleeping in somebody else's bed. I just wanted to come home and kick it. Uh, the Airbnb where I stayed at was, uh, was very nice. On the Airbnb website, it had said quaint, which I found out is a very nice way of telling you that the kitchen doubles as the bathroom because you literally were in the shower and you could reach over <laughs> and wash a plate of dishes if need be. It was. I mean, it was tiny. It was incredibly tiny. But my host was really nice. Did something that I hadn't done before with an Airbnb, and I guess I didn't realize it until I got there, was usually when you take an Airbnb, they will... You basically stay in either somebody's apartment, they're not there, or you kind of have like a shared communal space, like a hostel, right? Uh This time around, I was staying in the apartment with the guy... Who lives in the apartment? So imagine just like having a roommate for two days. That's exactly what it was like. I had a roommate for two extra days. And he was a, he was a really nice guy. He was, I, from what I can gather, Puerto Rican. And every time I walked in, he was always had a smile on his face. Oh, good morning, my friend. How was last night? You were fun? You were fun, New York City? It's very fun, isn't it? Yes, very fun. Very fun, New York City. You were fun? It's like, yeah, uh... Maybe me coming in at three o'clock in the morning the last two nights <laughs> might be a giant indicator that I've been having a good time. But uh, yeah, it was great. He was a nice guy. Even just like, hey, man, you need coffee? Take mine. I got beers. You take mine. Don't worry about it. He was great and uh, stayed right in East Village, like the heart of East Village. It was funny though because yesterday, right before I left, I kind of wanted to see how the other half lived in New York. So I went to Central Park and walked around like where Radio City Music Hall is, and kind of wanted to check out the more glamorous side of New York City. And while I was uh, while I was walking through it, I was looking at because the, they still have outdoor dining. Outdoor dining is huge. Everywhere you go, you got to have a mask on. You can get inside places without a mask as long as you have a vaccination card. They're very diligent about it. Christ, I walked in to go get a cup of coffee. And before they even let you in the door, you know, you got a guy standing outside making you take out your ID and the vaccination card before you can even walk in. So they're very diligent about it. But the outdoor dining, you could tell it's two different places. East Village. People just basically cobbled together some two-by-fours and put together some plastic tables outside. When you are around Central Park and some of these ritzier places, the outdoor dining, there was one that I had seen. I should have taken a picture of it. It was like fake grass outside, beautiful tables, origami styled folded napkins, a little bit of a spritz. You know, that was, like, being pumped in. It was, I'm telling you, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, okay, you can definitely tell. And there was not a lot of trash in this area. And I know everybody, like, clamors about, you know, the NYPD and the fire department of New York. How about the sanitation crew? I was walking down the street Saturday afternoon on my way to the show. And I just saw those guys just hauling trash. Just dude after dude. Garbage truck after garbage truck. Trying, I mean, I am It'd be like Scrooge McDuck swimming through his pile of money, New York City with garbage, if it wasn't for the garbage men. Those guys, those are the guys that deserve uh, a little bit of extra. Those are the guys that we should be buying t-shirts for, because holy shit. Uh, speaking of firemen, I went over to the, uh, the Ghostbusters headquarters from the movie, That Firehouse, which is still an actual firehouse to this day. And they had, the firefighters were all hanging out. Like exactly what I wanted. Just like three firefighters hanging out by the truck, just kicking it, you know, taking pictures with people, bullshitting a little bit. I had asked to get a photo of the three when they were standing in front of the truck. And uh, all three of them were like, nah, not our thing. I was like, oh, okay. Well, hey, sorry, man. I didn't mean to like offend you. And the guy goes, nah, the problem is we're supposed to have masks on. I was like, I hear you. I feel you, dude. I mean, we are essentially standing outside. Even though it's inside, but the garage door is open, it's still outside. And uh those guys were like, yeah, we at listen, dude. All about you take as many pictures of the firehouse as you want. Just don't put us in any of them. But they were cool, man. In fact, actually, I grabbed one of these guys. I'll hang it in the bar. The old uh, the Ecto 1 license plate from the Ghostbusters Ecto 1 Ectomobile? Ecto 1? The Hearse? I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. But anyway. Yeah, it was uh it was an exquisite time. And arriving in New York City, I uh, got lost in the subway immediately. See, I, I asked somebody. I was like, I'm, "I'm, sorry, ma'am. I'm really, I apologize to ask you. Uh, I'm a little lost." And she goes, "What? You never been on a subway before?" I was like, "Bitch, I'm from Minneapolis. The closest thing we have to a subway is a tuna on rye. We got our subways are sandwiches. We have a light rail, and it goes in a T. That's it. We take it. We get on it at the mall." And then we take it to the football game and then back to the mall. Sometimes we take it to the hockey game, but it always goes back to the mall. It's a T. That's all. It runs in a T. That's it. New York City feels like they just took every letter of the alphabet, threw it in a pile, and just went, that shall be the subway. (laughs) Figure it out. After like a half hour of me walking around, I couldn't figure it out. I tried. I tried so hard. And I had the Google Maps and it was still like, I, it it wasn't clicking for me. So, and I'm lugging around the goddamn luggage and I got all my gear and I got the cameras and then I got the lenses. Finally, I just said piss on it. I went topside. I was like, I got to get out of these people. And then I got up out of the subway and was like, holy shit, there's a thousand more people in this, on this block than there were in the subway. So finally, just after getting angry about it, I just went and got an Uber. I mean, it may have cost me 45 bucks to get to the, airbnb but it was worth it it was worth it i'm like i just got to figure out where i'm going and then once you finally figured out the subway subway was quick didn't take long after you finally figured it out which kind of took me about a day or so but once i started riding it man it was quick it was easy it was uh in and out all over the place which um i don't know everyone's like you gotta download this app and blah 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 and i'm like fuck that just forget it just google maps was good enough don't be afraid to ask. That's why they have people standing down there. I figured that out. I'd have missed my train yesterday to the airport. I had this one lady not been standing there. Because I was like, hey, I got to figure out uh, how I'm going to get to Newark Airport. And then as I was saying it, you could sort of overhear somebody like on a loudspeaker talking. And then the lady goes, that's your train, gate 14. Had she not been standing there, I would have been standing at gate one the all day. Just like, I don't know where, that, I don't know where the hell I'm supposed to go. I—I I, For whatever reason, I couldn't figure it out. Like I said... Ours goes in a T. theirs are just like old goat paths that are just like paved over. Here you go. But uh, subway not as bad as what I thought it was going to be. Um, that uh, once you did figure it out though, you started to realize that New York City kind of got a little smaller because it was so fast to be able to get everywhere. You know, went and saw the um, 9/11 memorial, which. Taking selfies at a memorial for 3,200 dead people feels a little vapid, doesn't it? I wasn't a big fan of the people that were taking selfies, like smiling at the camera and then turning it around. Like, dude, have a little respect. If you want to take pictures of it, that's one thing. You know, if you want to stand silently, I get it. If you want to smile into the camera and then take a photo, like look at me, look at where I am, seemed a little vapid. It seemed a little self centered. I was like, "Can we stop with the selfies, everybody?" It's one thing if you're going to be like in that area, and uh, you—I don't know—I was okay with like the selfies if you were going to be around like some of the cool murals and the art. I'm like, "All right, I get that," but the actual memorial itself—knock it off with the selfies. Nobody needs to see you in a at the memorial. We get that you're there; you took the picture. You're going to post it on your social media. I don't need to sit and see it. You taking that photo? It's, it felt bad, it felt like ugh, it felt gross. But. Uh, I'm glad I went and did some of the touristy stuff, you know, saw the memorial, saw the Ghostbusters place, saw the Statue of Liberty, all that shit you're supposed to go and do as a tourist. Like I kind of did it because I spent most of the time, you know, getting a chance to like know people who, you know, I knew people that actually were there. In fact, I had gone to the Comedy Cellar on Saturday. No, what night would that be? Monday night? No. Yeah. Actually, Sunday night. So I went to the Comedy Cellar on Sunday night. And just kind of hung out and while I'm like just kicking it man like right behind me is Colin Quinn, Gary Gullman uh, you guys remember Rosebud Baker I brought her up on the podcast a while ago told you guys to go watch her new special. she walked in I uh, had a really nice conversation with her. She's actually gonna be here in January and she was like, well hey, I'm coming to Minneapolis if you want to open up, shoot me a line and We'll get it set up. So hopefully, knock on wood, man, uh, I'll be opening for Rosebud Baker when she comes. House of Comedy, I think it's like third week of January. Um, Then uh, I went back to the Comedy Cellar Monday night and watched Dave Attell. And he leveled the room, leveled it. I mean, it was a room of like 100, maybe 125 people. I've never seen somebody own a room like that. Crush, crush. People were falling out of their chairs. They were laughing so hard. It was, it was like, it was seriously. And I had like put up a post about it saying it, it was like watching Picasso if Picasso was diminutive and screaming at drunk ladies. That, and I, I was standing in the bathroom and Dave Attell had walked in and took a leak standing next to me. And when I saw him, I was like, oh man, Dave looks, Dave looks a little rough. Dave looks like he's getting up there, you know? He's kind of like his shoulders are a little shrunk over. He's. It feels like he's getting smaller, if that's possible. I mean, he's tinier than I am. And he, as we, we were standing in the bathroom together, and I just remember thinking, "Oh man, Dave looks like he's just getting up there, man. He's getting looking like he's rough." And then he got on stage and completely destroyed, destroyed that room. I haven't seen somebody destroy that a room like that in a long time. There was another guy by the name of. Um, uh, Steven Taylor, who I really like. Uh, I think you can follow him on Instagram. Formerly Fat Steven is his uh, handle. But man, that dude just like killed, killed. It was, it was such a, it was like eye opening to watch that. And then afterwards, I walked outside. It's like 2.30 in the morning. I walk outside of the comedy cellar David and David Tell is standing outside smoking a cigarette. And uh, I just said, uh, I turned, I looked, I was like, dude, Unbelievable! And he went, oh, thanks. And he was like jovial. I was like, this is a wildly different person than the guy who was standing next to me taking a leak about an hour and a half ago. Because that guy an hour and a half ago looked like he was hobbled. Looked like he had just came back from the war. You know? Looked like one of those old pro wrestlers that made it to his 70s, all busted up in the hips. But that guy, like, just... It was like afterwards, he had that glow about him. Like, I know what I just did, and it felt great. And he should have. It was, man, it really was unbelievable to watch. Uh, our show, City Winery, had a great time. Uh, everything went fine. We had a really nice set. Uh, my first set was a little off, only because I did not realize that it, their fan base is like 22-year-old girls. No 22-year-old girl wants to hear about a 41-year-old guy talking about his 13-year-old daughter. So, it, uh, the first, set was fine. It, listen, it could have gone better. It was, I did my job. That is exactly what I was supposed to do. I went out, I did my job. That was it. Second set, much better. You kind of learned, like, oh, this is what this crowd is. This is what you got to go out and do. Let them eat out of your palm a little bit. Sort of just like hand it to them, you know? Don't make them come to the joke. You just give it to them. Uh, Kelly, the last year has aged us all by 10 years. Uh, yeah, maybe. I know David Tell is like not traveling. Not going anywhere. He even like, even though it's a place where you could be maskless, he was he had a mask on the whole time. Not during the show, obviously, but um, getting on stage, getting off stage. Yeah. Um, let's see. Kim love Dave Attell. First show I ever went to. Well, then you—that's like going to the casino and winning big the first time, and you're like, it's going to be like this every time, and then you go and it's not. Sometimes you lose money, a.k.a. sometimes you see a big stinker, you know. It's not fun. <laughs> but uh, it was great. Next time I meet up with uh, Jesse May and Carly, we'll be in Austin, Texas. I think that's like November 20th. And then after that, uh, we shall be going to Mall of America. I think that's December 18th. A couple of days there. Be doing some shows with Jesse May. So, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll get to some more information about that here in uh in just a bit but yeah it was great and it was fun to just sit and you know take a couple of days go see some places take some photos do the thing i got super goddamn homesick though and maybe just because like i was kind of out of my element and i don't like being too far i'm starting to realize i don't like being too far out of my comfort zone like I, i don't mind like and i'm not talking about like being pushed professionally Or personally, I'm talking about like, I want my own bed. I want my house. I want my routine. That's where I work best. It's having like a really tough time trying to get some work done out there because like you're in coffee shops and there's people and the fucking Wi-Fi for a city that big. The Wi-Fi is awful. It's terrible. It's like they have no infrastructure for it. You know, same thing with San Francisco. Just too many people, too many people sucking off the teat. And uh, yeah, it was, but it was great. And I'm glad it all went down. The way it went down, I couldn't have asked for anything better. I want to, uh, uh, Kelly called me an old fart. Fuck yeah! Listen, man, like, when I was up till 3 a.m. on Sunday into Monday, I remember thinking, this was a bad move. This was a ba- you're gonna feel this tomorrow. You sleep for four hours in an Airbnb, tiny-ass twin bed that you didn't, that, the next time we do this, man, I know it's gonna cost me extra bucks, but I gotta stay at a hotel. I just I got to I I've been i I'm been Airbnb and every time I travel, and they're fine. They're not a problem. But just once, I would just like to have some like, you know, privacy. I just want to come back to my room and have it be cleaned every day. You know, a little bit of room to spread your feet. Yeah, then I can watch what I want to watch. Instead of like having to keep the TV down because there's people out in the you know common area, the hostel or whatever. I don't want that anymore. It's fine if you got to save a couple of bucks, but I don't, I don't, I really don't want to go through all that. But uh, anyway, uh, as I was uh, taking a look at uh, a couple of my DMs, I noticed that uh, somebody had dropped me this and I did get a kind of a kick out of it. Um, Oh, I wanted to bring it up too. Uh, If you're going out to um, New York City anytime soon, go ahead and take a look at some of the graffiti that is on. I'm not joking. There was graffiti in a fountain, on the bottom of the fountain, under the water. I'm like, that is a commitment to graffiti. (laughs) I don't think I had seen more graffiti in any place in my life. Around here, like if if somebody, you know, tags like a bridge or something, we're like, you, you, you almost get to know the person by name, you know? You're like, oh, I recognize that art. I know that guy. I've seen that guy's shit. Like, standing next to I'm, like, I'm surprised they didn't actually tag the water that was coming out of the fountain. There was an actual somebody, how the fuck they did it, I have no idea. But under the water, there was an actual, there was actual graffiti under the water. <laughs> I was like, that is a, that's a massive, massive commitment. Uh, while I was out there, I did watch a little bit of sports, and I happened to uh, catch that um, uh, Texas A&M Alabama game. And uh, somebody had sent me this. I got a kick out of it. This gal was awesome. This uh, weather lady who is uh, a big fan of Texas a and I believe she went there. And they're talking about this is the first time they've won since 2019. That was only, what, two years ago? Who fucking gives it? What, you've played that team three times? No big deal. But this is her losing her mind. When uh, Texas AM, she was on the air when Texas AM kicked that game-winning field goal. Efforts is really focused on the Texas AM and the I've Alabama the game, game. <laughs> we're tied right now. It's 38-38. We have the ball. It's like a minute 26 left. We just need to eat the time against to field goal, range kick a field but, goal, uh, and then we will win. It'd be the first time we beat I'm Alabama try- since Johnny Menzel. I'm trying to let her know that we do need to hear about the weather, though. <laughs> yes. I think you have a good forecast. I people, think we, people are gonna want to hear about that. Can they wait to after the game? Although we're getting a lot of rain this week, I thought I would let you guys know. <laughs> um, that, and, um, the fall foliage right now is um, this week. We're expecting it this week. Um, it's going to be around um, this Friday as peak foliage um, this week right now um, for the uh, Northwest over here, which is where the Quad Cities are at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love live. Live news is always the best. Uh, let's go back to some of these comments here. Kim, must have done it while being drained for regular maintenance. Yeah, I kind of put two and two together and figured that was the case. I think it's funnier to think that somebody reached under the water with a spray can and graffitied it. I'm just picturing them just, like, sticking their hand into a cold fountain and trying to <laughs> put, just put a giant bubble letter piece of graffiti underneath there. Uh, but it, there are some places that are magnificent, and there are some places... Like, the street that the Comedy seller is on, McDougal Street, that's like a third-world country. There's fucking guys ripping around on four-wheelers and dirt bikes. The craziest shit I've ever seen. No cops, nobody around to stop it. I mean, that city is wild, man. Wild. Uh, I had a friend, as I was uh, talking about it yesterday, somebody had dropped me a line... And said, hey, uh, you know, it's nice to see you're in New York. We're actually thinking about moving out there. I said, you are a brave soul. I get coming here for work. I get if you want to come and visit, take a look, walk around. But holy shit, to be in that every day? Every day. The one nice thing about them taking all of your money is that you're so much lighter on your feet when you have to walk everywhere. God, insanely expensive. Sat down for, like, a quick burger and a beer. Like, 31 $31. My tab at the Comedy Cellar came to 84 bucks. I basically had nothing. I had a couple of chicken wings <laughs> and like four drinks, $84. Holy shit. But it was uh, it was great. It was such a such a blast. So uh, as you can tell, my voice is pretty much shot because I've been, yeah, you know, indulging a little bit over the last couple of days and then was up super late, you know, those two nights. But um, yeah. And now, of course, you get back on Wednesday and everybody's like, Can I get this? I need to get this done. Can you get that? And blah, 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 blah. Like a million goddamn text messages. You're like, oh, pump the brakes, bud. I'm not the spring chicken I used to be. I need a moment here to like collect my thoughts and get back into it. But yeah, thank you guys for for sticking around and uh, enjoying. I really like all the comments and people playing along with all the photos and the videos and stuff. Went to a Packer bar called Kettle of Fish. I don't give a shit if you're not a Packer fan. Go check out that place. It's like somebody just picked up a... Bar in Wausau and stuck it right in the middle of the city. Filled with all sorts of Packers memorabilia, and it was awesome. Man, that was a blast. Watching that game with all the missed field goals and the excitement and people freaking out. And dude, it was, it was, it it felt like living in Wisconsin again. Between that and Dave Attell. That was the, uh, those were the highlights of the trip. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and every single day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram. Once again, thank you guys so much. I am Rudy Pavich. Thank you for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old.